0: Welcome to the Dreaming Beautifully podcast. My name is Hannah and Claire is here as well. We are beauty professionals, hairstylists, and makeup artists who are excited to share our journey being bold in our beauty, our dreams, our businesses, our industry, our lifestyle, our coffee, and even our faith. Come along with us as we share our journey and other professionals journey chasing their bold, beautiful dreams. Hey guys, welcome to the Dreaming Beautifully podcast. I'm Hannah and I'm Claire. Thanks for coming today. So we are talking about um, five things that I did to start a business. And now these five things are not um, in order, nor is it like the only five things that I did. It's just five things off the top of my head that I feel like were really important things that I would tell somebody who's brand new, like what they could work on or focus on right away. So, Um, Okay. So one of the very first things that I did to start my business um, and let's say, let's go back to the beginning. Like I was just becoming a freelance artist. Um, I wouldn't say it wasn't the whole grand scheme of like what my business has turned into. I just wanted to be a makeup artist and I wanted to run my own like LLC. I didn't know at the time that I was going to have like a bunch of contractors and other things, but okay. So I bought books on Amazon about business plans and like, but they were like workbooks Oh, that's cool. And they were like for more creative career paths. Okay. So I'd like read through it and then like I would do it. It was almost like me taking myself through like a college course or something like I would do what it says or mock up things or make boards or write. Like it would have you like go through how to build a business plan and like what a business looks like or what marketing is or networking is or all these things to get started. So I did a lot of like reading at night about just what it means to run a business, what is an LLC and like how to, if I wanted to take a business plan to the bank, what, what would I take them?
1: Do you feel like it was like, were you brainstorming what you wanted your business to look like as well? Or was this more centered around figuring out how to have a successful business?
0: Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Maybe both. Okay. I think I had no clue what I was doing and I just wanted my own business and I want people to take me seriously. So I thought if I knew, if I knew all the answers like what's my mission statement what's this and what's that and what's an LLC, and how do I do taxes and marketing and um, like you're if you take like if you wanted to go get a loan you take like a business like plan or whatever to the bank like that's right. so detailed right so I thought if I took myself through this whole detailed process of like what it was gonna be even though I took it nowhere but to myself it would help me visualize or understand like what I'm getting myself into
1: yeah and I'm sure too like, you know, you said at the beginning that you didn't really know what your business was going to look like. I'm sure that helped you to kind of understand, like, not only what you're going to need to do, but the prep work and the time and energy. Because if if working through those workbooks turned you off, it would have been pretty clear that like this was not your path. Yeah. So I think that's like an important thing in itself that if you're considering starting a business or anything of the sort, you have to look at all the not so fun stuff like the business plans as well as how fun it is to be not working a nine to five and creating your own schedule and doing all the things
0: yeah so I guess I kind of lumped that together so I should say number one was like books and it could be any type of books I feel like if there's something you think you're lacking in I just I still to this day to this day Read a different book. Like, I finish it, obviously, but I go through, like, oh, I want to talk about, I want to read about this, or I want to understand this. So, every night, my nightly routine is I read before I go to bed, and it's always a business-related book. Oh, that's good. I need to be better about that. So, but, like, I like, like, it might be Christian-related. It, it might just be about, like, marketing, or it might be, I don't know, or about, like, being a better leader, or whatever. I like those kind of books. So, I'll read one of those, like, every night. Okay, guys. So,
1: in the show notes for this episode, we'll put <laughs> some of Hannah's favorites, <laughs>
0: A lot of them are Christian related. Okay. Well, that's good. Like, and a lot of them are like money related as well. Like how can I use my business money for God more than for myself? Which is huge.
1: Yeah. I think it's also hard to, if you are a Christian business owner or a Christian pursuing business ownership to not let the potential, because when you are creating a business, you have a potential for unlimited income and figuring out how to like honor him that way and use it appropriately
0: is important. I mean, I'm human and we're all human and money drives us for sure. And so I catch myself sometimes like, Oh, I got to be this big and make this like the has to make this much money and I have to be this successful. And then I'm like, okay, I'm doing this for all the wrong reasons. So that book like humbles me back to be like, it's okay to want to make money in a business, but then I need to give so much back to the church or something else or donate to certain charities or something and not, and give it back. To God, not just, like, keep it all for myself. Yeah, the books are, like, a little yes. bit of a check and balance for
1: yes. making sure you're on the right track.
0: Yes. So, I guess books is number one. My business plan, I guess, it would say is number two. Even though I bought a book about a business plan, I read a lot of books about business and start a business plan. Okay. A detailed one. Even, like, and mine was, like, not really geared toward creatives. It's hard to find ones for a photographer, a realtor, hair, makeup. It was definitely more, like, real serious... Type of business plan but I think that helped me like under like I think that what made me better off like then I hired a lawyer for a contractor and I have an accountant and I have a financial advisor and I do all these things that like real companies and people do not saying that like other hair and makeup girls aren't like doing like I'm not I just like try, <laughs> I, I really tried to make it as like I don't want anyone to be like oh you're a makeup artist well what do you do full-time like no right. like listen I got a legit business right and I'm running this legit do you feel like because you started this
1: journey, what, like 10 years ago at this point, do you feel like it would be different now looking at, um, you know, like you're reading books and things like my default is to go find content creators who educate on those things, you know, mm. just because I feel like that's the easiest way to get that information quickly. And it's harder to find those books that really pertain to you. But I can find a specific person on Instagram who's teaching about growing your business as a hairstylist, you know, so it's a lot more
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I don't. I think that sometimes those people aren't necessarily relatable. Like if you're the one that like has billions of followers and like you're like, I'm doing everything she says and nothing's changing, like... Very but true. I do listen to a lot of podcasts about businesses too. Okay, so it's not your a lot.
1: You're getting your
0: information from a lot of diverse places. Yeah. the
1: books were where you started, yes. but you've you fill your time with yeah. All the different- but I
0: also when I listen to podcasts, I pick people like I don't pick people because they have like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and like that's their job is to be an Instagram influencer. Like the one I listened to was a lawyer who then became like a realtor and now she's a business coach. So oh. like not saying that you have to be a lawyer but like she has all these aspects of like very legal and then like working with clients hell and now she's a business coach for like all businesses so like i like her mindset too of like things she says are very like legal and things and i like being very by the book about stuff yeah i
1: feel like that's probably another good tip for people pursuing business is to look for other creators and, um, people who are writing books about different types of business too. Cause again, yeah. my default is looking at other hairstylists and their business plans. But like you said, I could be learning just as much from yeah. people with other backgrounds. And sometimes it gives me an idea
0: that I'm like, oh, they do that for real estate. I should do that or whatever.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's probably what sets your business apart too. <laughs> I don't
0: know about that, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Number three is like logo and your name. Like just pick like I feel like that was one of the very first things I did was not only did I start studying and I formed my business plan I also picked the name of the business and I had I hired somebody to mock up a logo like I wanted to look official I didn't just like draw something up on canva or whatever like I hired somebody to truly make me a logo and I think that like made it official
1: yeah I mean then you could put it at the at the top of the header for every business plan you're going through. Yeah, and it's, like, you're really... I think it helps you take a step. Yeah.
0: Like, it makes it, like, legit.
1: Yeah. Now, did you establish your LLC, like, quickly after that point? Just so you had, like, the name?
0: Yeah, I'm sure I did. Yeah. I don't remember in, like, what order, but I definitely... That was definitely one of the first things I did. Yeah. I feel like me too for starting the salon,
1: like the LLC was, because you can't, a lot of like the legal work and things like that, you can't yeah. really do without. So once you figure out your business name, that's kind of like an easy next step.
0: Yeah. Cause then you can file for all that stuff. Right. Which I remember, I didn't know what I was doing. And at the time, like my accountant did it all for me. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. And I still like don't know what I'm doing really with all of that. Like, it's why we hire the good people. <laughs> um, and then the next thing I did, like, immediately was have a website. Mm-hmm. I know I listened to some podcasts who are like, the website's not the most important thing or whatever. But, like, I guess I wanted to show my resume, my portfolio. I felt like a website made me look legit again. I also would
1: argue that a website is important because a website, you are guaranteeing... Um, you can reach all different ages too, especially when you're thinking about older generations who are tech savvy but might not be super active on Instagram. Like yeah. anyone can create an Instagram for a business and not have any follow-through whatsoever. Yeah. But the web- website takes time. You continue to, to develop it as your business develops. Right. And it's, you have way more reach.
0: Yeah. And I guess I feel like If I looked up a business and they didn't have a website, I like won't go there or hire them. It annoys me.
1: Well, and I mean, even just for things, when you are investing in your hair and makeup, for example, you know, with L'Oreve for a wedding, it's a a big price tag. You want to cross all your bases and make sure that you are working with a legitimate company who's going to take care of you on this huge day.
0: Yeah, yeah. So website was important to me. So I feel like, and I think a lot of this is all happening at the same time too. I'm not saying I did one over the other, like, I was just trying to get my LLC. I probably should have been six things like get my LLC, read my books, do my business plan. I came up with a name and a logo and I started making a website. And then I came up with like my pricing, like my brochure, like what services am I offering? How much are they going to cost? Because in the middle of all of this, I could have somebody who wants my services. Right. And I need to know what are my pricing? Like what, what am I offering? What is, what is all of this? And if you don't know, Like, okay, this is a story. This is a good story. I remember in the beginning, like I would adjust my contracts for people like they'd be like, can we not do this or not do that? And I would edit a, a contract that like a lawyer made. And I'm like, I was so desperate for clients and I would edit things. And then like sometimes they would go with someone else, probably because I was so like like wishy-washy like I probably if they, if I probably would have said no like this if I would have been like firm in who I am in my contract and like this is this is it they probably would have said yes but like I was like yeah I can change this yes I can do that like I was, like, willing to, like, do whatever somebody wanted. Yeah. And, like, I can't believe I did that.
1: I feel like that's such a hard thing when you're a service provider, though. Like, it's so easy to fall into discounting and, you know, doing things like cutting corners to help people. Because, I mean, we are in the people business, yeah. too. And we do want to serve people and be a part of their big days or, you know, have them sit down in our chair. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when we're growing, we feel like we have to sell ourselves. hmm but in reality, our work does speak for itself. Yeah.
0: And I can understand like the pricing in the beginning and giving discounts and stuff. But I was like, I can't believe I was willing to like change like Literally how much the, like how much of the deposit was due or something yeah. just because I wanted I wanted a booking so bad. And I also remember before I hired a lawyer for a contract, like some another like bride was a lawyer and like was like, I don't like your contract. And then I was like. Okay. (laughs) So like and then and then I had issues in my first year, like this or that happened in my contract, probably wouldn't have held up. So that's when I was like, I am gonna pay the big bucks and get like a real contract. Oh my gosh. And can
1: you imagine if you didn't have that established during COVID? I mean, I changed it during COVID because
0: COVID still caused issues with contracts. And I remember like emailing my lawyer, like we got to add this word. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We got to change these things. And I think a lot of
1: people in the industry kind of went through the same thing, you know, just with rescheduling, cancellation, all the things. But if you didn't have that initial groundwork or a relationship with your lawyer, I mean... It could have been detrimental to your business. I think a lot of businesses were not successful through COVID because of things like that. Yeah. So taking the time to do these five things and figuring out how you really
0: want to like establish your business the right way. Yeah. I feel like if you really want to open a business of any sort, it's a lot of work behind the scenes and it's like 24 seven and it takes a lot of heart and passion. And like if, if you're exhausted or if it's too much work for you, then this is probably not the right path for you yeah I I, saw
1: a post the other day that was like I didn't want to work a nine to five anymore so I started my own business and now I work a twenty four seven. yeah
0: (laughs) a hundred percent like it's never off and like even if you're on vacation yep or if it's Christmas or whatever I feel like there's literally never a day off do I have flexibility can I just kind of like go where I want when I want to make my days up yes but also what I do depends on like how much money we make or how much clients we have or how much my team makes like There's just so much work behind the scenes and so much learning. And if you're not willing to keep learning, you're never going to be able to do it. Yeah.
1: And if you're willing, it's worth it.
0: Totally worth it. Yeah. Like I could never. Oh, my God. I could never work for somebody else. Or sitting behind a desk all day. If this all fails, like (laughs) I'm going to be homeless, I guess. SOS. (laughs) I cannot go back to a real like nine to five job. Like I don't I've never really worked for anyone but myself. I worked, my only other job was at Ohio University and their nursing center as a secretary when I was in college. And that was flexible. I could come and go when I want. And then I worked, okay, I guess I worked at a few salons as like, bo- like, not booth rent, as commission. Yeah. And then like, that was it. Like, mostly, I mean... That like that was barely any time in my life. Both of those. Like I've literally pretty much worked for myself since I was like 21 years old. Yeah. I couldn't. I wouldn't survive. I wouldn't survive. I would not do well. Either. But, so shout out to the nine to five yeah. out there. <laughs> I would be like, no we way. Realize like, somebody's like, got to like, do it. Retail or Ugh. like.
1: I have worked my retail days. And I'll never go Yeah, back. I
0: struggle even like when Ian comes home from work and I'm like, well, like, like, why couldn't you clock out like right at 10? Like, I like, <laughs> don't understand. Completely drop everything, not <laughs> like, fill out those final reports.
1: Yeah. Mind you, reminder people, <laughs> Ian is a police officer. He can't just dip out. He's,
0: yeah, he's I'm like, well, why can't ours. you, like, like, that's your shift. Like, it ends then. Like, why can't it end then? like I just don't understand meanwhile work. he's
1: got someone in handcuffs at 10 p.m. he's like all right somebody's got to take this guy I got to go home to my wife
0: <laughs> but it's like so true like I just don't understand normal like I struggle with like I'm like oh when I'm done I'm just gonna yeah. get up
1: yeah see I feel like I have a such a warped perception because Jordan is also on yeah, his own like time you guys with are real just estate like
0: doing whatever you like, No structure each, no structure yeah
1: So it's like every day we wake up like, hey, what's on your agenda for the day? This is what time I'm going into the salon. It's very. Yes. Flexible.
0: Yes. Yes. And then that's how I am, too. And he never remembers my schedule because of that. Like he has no clue where I'm at. What's going on? Oh, yeah.
1: See, I love the Find My Friends app because it's like, okay, what house is Jordan at today? Am I at the salon? Like, if he doesn't have time to text me, I can at least make sure he's alive and well.
0: Yeah. Gosh, it would be so nice if, like, Ian had a job like Jordan.
1: I feel like, and there are their own, like, challenges both way, too, but I am thankful that we both have that flexible schedule. But, and that all started with us doing the things that we've talked about in this podcast today. like really setting foundations to have businesses and there are still, I mean, no job is perfect. There's always things that you're going to have to work through, but it is really amazing to be able to have the flexibility that we do.
0: Yeah. We are really, really blessed, but it's a lot of work. It is. So that's why I say those are five things. So to recap, I said, I bought books and I studied them. I developed a business plan. I hired someone for a logo and like came up with my name. I made a website and I came up with my pricing and that was just like the beginning. That was like day one. Yeah, <laughs> that all was those. all in one day. <laughs> but that got me started, yeah. and that led to
1: more. And you've grown from there.
0: Yeah. So just like start. Yeah. You guys gotta take the step. I feel like getting my LLC was like in my name. Me kept pushing me. You know, yeah. like you have to do one thing that's a big thing, and then you're gonna be like, well, I did that, so I'm gonna try this now
1: yeah and I think if you make those like clear expectations or like a checklist for yourself it's a you're able to kind of keep pushing but that's the thing too like you can't just go into something with like a haphazard plan and yeah hope it's gonna work which I think that's
0: our world right now is everyone thinks everything is so easy or like oh I see it on social media you know they started this business or they sell this and they make so much money I'm gonna do it and it's like that is so unrealistic. Yeah. Well, even
1: like and Jordan <sighs> and I nuts. have had those conversations before too where he's like, you know, these guys are making millions, doing all these things. I'm like, yeah, but you're seeing them after they've been doing it for 20
0: years. Yeah. So we're it in the beginning stages. Me with yes. that all the time. He's like, you know, when did – this person make their first billion or when did Amazon like he right. always like says a number and he's like he was 45 when he finally did he this. didn't even
1: have Instagram to be yeah. sharing. he was his like struggles. he was out of the garage
0: <laughs> like he always has something and he was like Oprah didn't make her first or whatever like he always like throws something in my face and I'm like okay okay you're right like I guess I got like five more years to make it big or something
1: <laughs> it is hard and I think when you do have that when you're growing your business and you have the unlimited potential it's also hard not to like you want to find contentment but there's also so much
0: opportunity you never want to stop growing
1: yeah so there you're always going to mm-hmm. be looking at those people but just like remembering that nobody just
0: no one is overnight they're yeah. really
1: rarely like if
0: they uh, are they're very
1: very lucky yeah.
0: and then it, they have their own struggles on the back end you just yes, don't know yes yes it's just not do not believe social media no. <laughs> <laughs> uh But yes. Okay. So we hoped you enjoyed hearing kind of like five things that I did to start my business. Um, If you have questions, you can always find us um, on social media at Laura Makeup and you could um, ask me, send me a DM um, or email us and tell me like, do you have any questions? I feel like I really enjoy helping people in their business. So ask me a question. I'll answer it for you. So thanks so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you next time. Thank you for listening today. We hope that we encourage you to chase your dreams and to live life beautifully. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe to our podcast or leave us a review. You can also follow us on social media at Larev Makeup. Come say hi. We would love to connect with you.